All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, when we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, boo-boos. I wanted to say niggas. But I'll just, I guess I said it. <laughs> you said it. Yeah. Welcome back, y'all. Then again, so now with my pants being unzipped, let mm-hmm. me get professional. Mm-hmm. She might need a bigger pair. Uh, how's it going? It's going good. How are you? Pretty good. Good. Yeah. New week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with we. we. So how was your weekend? My weekend was good. Um. Damn. What happened? Oh, I know what I did. Saturday, she didn't do much outside of running errands. But Sunday, the girls, we celebrated our 10-year anniversary. I was like, we, what did we do? I was waiting on you to say, I'm like, what did the girls do? Okay. Yeah. We celebrated our 10-year anniversary. We went Ski-wee to... Sores. You know the vibes. You know what the fuck going on. Yeah. Made girls. Been here. <laughs> 10 years. Yes. We went wine tasting. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we went to a winery, Cielo Farms, Malibu. Very beautiful. Then followed that up with a late lunch. Yes. Uh, it was nice. It was good to get together. Yeah, it was nice. And then that was the weekend. Yeah, it was quick. Yeah, came on home. And I'm like, God damn it, it's already Monday. Mm-hmm. Like, dang. 
as soon as I am back, yeah. there needs to be some balance. The balance of the work week and the work week the, and the weekend is just not giving what I needed to give because there's no reason why I should be there five days and only getting two days on At the home, weekend. Yeah. It's a real drag. Yeah. It's really giving fuck from the front and the back. Side to side. Period. Okay. I said, hold on. The gang bang. The work. The the <laughs> damn job is doing a gang bang. Okay. God. Both my jobs gang banging me. It's not cool. <sighs> yeah. It's not cool. It's a lot. So that was the weekend. Good. I had the same weekend. Ran some errands. Did a little light hanging. And it was over. That's all you have time to do. As quickly as it started, the shit ended. I said, oh. You go grocery shopping, you don't feel like doing anything after that. Yeah. It's just like, damn. And the traffic, the city has just been backed up. I mean, it's just a mess. Today, oh my God, on the freeway, getting home, I'm like, this is ridiculous. I guess the Super Bowlers. No, it was in the afternoon. Yeah. I'm like, I guess the Super Bowlers have made it into town because damn. If it's after 2 p.m. though, you know, it's tough getting back in on this. It was before two. Oh, yeah. They're here. Yeah. It was screaming, they're here. Yeah. Yeah. Go home, y'all. <laughs> go home. By get the time in, y'all hear this, they'll be gone. Get in home. and get out, right? Super Bowl weekend is week is here. It's yeah. just upon us. It's gonna be a mess. But and you know what I seen on the news one random morning at work? Is that they're like they have a bunch of undercover sting operations set up around the area, around SoFi Stadium, because there's a lot of trafficking that happens when people come into town. People who are trying to connect people to girls and uh, just a lot of trafficking business. Oh, wow. So stay safe. I mean, always be vigilant and keep your head on the swivel. But I did see that. I said, now what kind of dark ring shit is going on? Fuck. The trafficking. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Not like I'll be at the game, but the area. It brings Won't be in, around the stadium. It brings a, in a bunch of different type of energies. Did you ever attend any of the All Star festivities? But that used to be in LA. All Star weekend. I, was, I never was I, that I was kind of girl. I was in the streets once, one you year. Were? Yeah, it was like 2010, I think it was. Whenever first came, well, not first came, but when I was of age mm-hmm. and could attend the festivities, definitely was in Hollywood. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I probably didn't even know no shit that no. <laughs> I would be like, where are we going? Nah, 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 not for me. But anywho. So, we're here. We are here. Yes. We are here and we are live. Mm-hmm. And we are glad that you all are here and you are live in those ratings and those reviews on YouTube. Running up the ratings. They're running them up on YouTube and Spotify. Yeah. There's no review, no reviews, but the ratings are booming. So y'all keep doing what y'all doing over there on Spotify. We know Spotify's in shambles, but if that's where you choose to listen, child, if that's where your subscription is at, then just leave a review. <laughs> leave a rating, I mean. Leave a rating. Do your yeah. part. Okay? Wherever you're listening. So the review this week comes from YouTube. Um, Let's see. This was a goodie. This was a goodie. It really warmed my heart when I read Same. it. I said, you know what? You she have, was right on time. You have a way with your words, Sierra. Yeah. <laughs> this one comes from Sierra Smith on YouTube. She says, I would like to leave yet again another review for my two favorite podcasters. <laughs> Professional podcasting requires talent, period. You ladies are authentic, talented, and called for such a time as this to speak life into women in all stages of life. Y'all are doing God's work week after week. This has always been a God thing, Sister Sierra, my <laughs> sister in Christ. And you see it. 
sister. My sister in Christ. Yeah. Professional podcasting, because that's what we are. Professional podcasters. Period. Okay, it's not amateur. It ain't amateur. It's not for the lighthearted, okay? It takes a lot. Of dedication. Dedication, skill, and talent, like she said. Skill and talent. It's really not easy. I know everyone thinks they can pick up a mic. <laughs> they think they can pick up a mic. Yeah. But when it's really time to get it popping, it hits different. It really, although it's talent, it does take dedication. Yeah. It takes a lot of time. I mean, time, of course, but and there's also a little piece that you can't buy, no matter how well, dedicated. Well, that's the talent part. That's the talent she spoke of. <laughs> that's the talent. That's what I how I that's how I interpret it. I talent so. is something that that um you know you just have. You just and have. you can work at it, foster it, you know, make it greater, practice, do the things you need to do. You know, Beyonce could already sing, but she have vocal coaching. Yeah. For optimal level. Yeah. So you know we're fostering the talent, the God given. But this y'all talent, the chemistry that baby can't be bottled up. It can't be souls. We'll work on that. That's just here. Okay, it's natural. It's giving real natural vibes. Yeah. It is. So it's natural. And you know, shout out to the girls for getting some recognition this week. Yes. In the month of Black History. Come on. We are on featured on Apple Podcast Black History Month playlist, which is a big deal. Dun, 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 it's dun. a big deal. And on top of that, we are charting mm -hmm. in the society and culture. Uh, category on Apple Podcasts, which is every podcaster's dream. I'm just going to go out and say, go out on the limb and speak for all podcasters when I say charting in Apple Podcasts um, top charts. It's yeah. a big deal. Okay, yeah. there are over 2 million podcasts, baby. So when talk you hit that talk. when you hit that top, you're doing things. Talk that talk. Listen, she said it. You're doing I'm things. Just here and things it. are being done. Yeah, so thank y'all for listening, for downloading the show, for yeah. telling a homegirl to tell a homegirl. We uh, greatly appreciate it. We, really we do. Because do. y'all, we've been doing this for a real mighty long time. He's brought us a real long way. Five years to be exact. So yeah. this is not an overnight thing. The girls who get it, get it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank y'all, though. We wouldn't be able to do this without y'all. So. We wouldn't. So another thing we wouldn't be able to do without y'all is sit here in front of this camera with these lights on in our studio. And you know who makes that all possible? The patrons. The patrons. If you've been living under a rock, then I want to lift it, lift the <laughs> veil, and bring you out to light. Patreon You're is under there, get your ass out. <laughs> like the little Patrick. You know how Patrick lived under a rock? SpongeBob? Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? That's SpongeBob. So Patrick lives. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> you know. Patrick lived. I mean, it, it don't even matter. I'm just letting y'all know, join us over on Patreon. It's our exclusive membership community where we have tons of extra bonus content, goodies, our visual affirmation. I mean, um, yeah, our visual affirmations, our audio affirmations was just dropped. You should get a sneak peek. If mm -hmm. you love what you heard, join us over on the, on the platform. We have yes. tons of things. Tons. Um, so tons. yeah, we're going to shout out our patrons. We are. Who are they? So, Who are my girls? Patrons this week. We have big spotlight for these girls. Purr. We have Danny. Hey, Danny. Brianna. Hey, Brianna Grr. Jazzy. Hey, Jazzy. Oh, cute. Tamia. Hey, Tamia. Berna. Berna like Berna boy. <laughs> <laughs> My nigga, what's it gonna be? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We struggle pulling yeah, up yeah, those yeah, dogs. Yeah, but like Berna, Berna, we love you, right, girl. We love you, Berna. Mm -hmm. um, and Brandy. Brandy, you already know how I can take it for you, girl. Yeah. 
Wait, what? Don't know what I'd ever do without you from the beginning to the end. Yeah, that was yeah. for you, girl. That was for you. That was a song that was on my mind, too. Period. So thank y'all. So those are the girls. Our new patrons. We really appreciate it. And you know what, homegirls out what? there? We did not say your name is because you did not sign up. So if you want that, <laughs> if you want that, get on over to Patreon so we can give you your flowers. Please. Love you. Love you. So last week mm-hmm. we talked about poweronomics and the importance of networking intentionally, intentionally, purposefully networking, doing what we got to do to connect and stay connected within our minority communities. Linking up, linking up. What did you What did you learn from that episode? I learned that um, it is very important to network, but also intentionally network and not just flow through, not taking advantage of the resources that others can provide, but also the ones that I can provide as well. How about yourself? I learned the power of community, community (laughs) of networking, but also staying connected, doing the follow up. That's what I've learned. It's really important for us to make the initial bond but then keep working at it to build it so that it's really actually a network of resources, not just like, ah, I feel like I know him, but I don't and ain't shit happen. So yeah, I think that's something that I'm taking away and I will be implementing. Cool. Yes. So if you all are interested in that topic, the episode is there for you. Mm-hmm. Go on back there and listen, child. Yeah. So here we are this week. <sighs> yes. And we are chatting about responsibility radical responsibility and accountability period we can sounds all like a read we can all to stand to be a little more accountable and a little more responsible, responsible. we can listen we can there's a big difference between the two there is should we break them down break them down we're heavy on the notes today y'all we are heavy i thought you were going to start lead us oh <laughs> lead us in the prayer yeah yes so typically when you think about like accountability or responsibility you think like oh shit who's in trouble, who's at fault, we automatically, like, our mind goes there, right? But there's a difference between the two, and I feel like establishing the difference between the two will help us further grow into better people, Mm -hmm. right? And be able to take some agency over our lives and do shit the right way. Right. Do shit the right way. So responsibility relates to a task. It's um, taking ownership of the project, the thing that's happening right now, Mm -hmm. right? Whereas accountability is your... Accountability is... The afterthought. Exactly. After something has taken place, who can we go to to speak? Like, who can we hold accountable for what What took place? What what, what has already been completed? It's the completed task, the completed piece, whereas the responsibility is the current who it's assigned to. Yes, yes, yes. Right? And I'm going to be using this when I get ready to tell people, you're not being responsible or you're not. I'm holding you accountable, motherfucker. You have to hold people accountable. It's a difference. Accountability is very important. We know they're both important. Yeah. But yes, we do have to hold people accountable. We have to hold ourselves accountable too. Period. Because sometimes it's easier to hold other people accountable because it's like, I can place this on you. Right. When really it's like, maybe they should have been responsible, but the accountability ain't even on them because technically it's just like, your job, right? Delineation of tasks. Yeah. That's who might be responsible for a certain thing. But when you have to be accountable, 
for my like my specific job no matter if I was responsible for something or not, I have to be accountable once the patient leaves for the overall discharge plan. So here's an even better example. Yeah. There are multiple people who work together to collaborate on a discharge plan for my patients, our patients. There's myself, the case manager, and then there's the discharge planner. When the orders go in, the discharge planner is responsible for certain things, but I am accountable for the overall case. So I need right. to be looking. So to you're the one that's going to be held accountable. If it's not the discharge planner, even if the discharge planner didn't, didn't do, do what they piece, were supposed to do, the overall completion of the patient chart should have came from me. They're going to be looking at me saying, "Okay, but did you make did contact you follow with, up the, with the discharge planner?" Period. When they didn't do what they were supposed to do. Period. You're the one that's going to be held accountable. Period. You can't place the blame like, well, the discharge planner didn't do that. Exactly. I can say that, but there's going to be like, so what did, What steps did you take to make sure that it was either done, completed, follow up, what? Right. And that's why I get in that trying to be like, case manager spoke with. <laughs> okay, put it on AS. What does responsibility look like to you? Responsibility looks like to me doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I know that I'm responsible for tons of things. And I consider myself to be very responsible. I take initiative to get done what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. When things are delegated to me, I um, make it my mission to complete. I do. (laughs) I make it my mission to complete them because Mm -hmm. I feel like in my mind there's already a self-accountability. I feel like I'm pretty self-accountable. So I am the driving force behind completing the things that I'm responsible for. Like I don't have to be micromanaged. I don't have to be consistently asked most of the time. It's just like, okay, I know I'm responsible for this shit. Let me do it. I know I'm responsible for paying my bills. That means I know that I need to always be employed. I always need to have money coming in. I know when the bills are due. So I take care of them. That's the piece is knowing when I commit to something. If I'm something's delegated to me, I'm like, okay, this is my responsibility. I know I need to do it. So I need to schedule it. I need to make sure I'm responsible for being here on Wednesdays at whatever time for this show. So I have to make sure I have things in place so that my ass is here Mm -hmm. because it's my responsibility. That's what it looks like to me. Just showing up when I'm supposed to show up, doing what I say I'm going to do and um, not really making any excuses because Mm -hmm. it's easy to make excuses to put off what the fuck I know I'm supposed to be doing. Like, well, we do it all the time. Oh, my God. There was so much traffic. Did you leave on time? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you wake up now, on time? That's the piece that's holding the person accountable. That's the accountability piece and responsibility. Like you know what you're responsible for, so you know what you need to do right to make sure your responsibilities are completed. Yes. How about for you, nigga? You said it all. You <laughs> you let I it read it down. You, you you said it already. As I, an old as an older daughter, eld, eldest eldest daughter, daughter honey. Responsibility was ingrained in my ass. I had to be responsible. It wasn't optional. Speaking of responsibility as an oldest daughter, I spoke with my younger sibling today. Mm -hmm. And you know, she on my line asking me for something and I had to drill into her ass. (laughs) I'm like, look, Hmm. don't make your, don't make your situation now my emergency. Yeah. And then I had to pull out the responsibility card. I'm like, how don't you have what you need? Right. Where where is this? Then I have to also ask her. She's talking about you. You want this to like without me giving her business right, right. up. I'm trying to like give mm-hmm. the overall context. But she's basically asking me. Do I want her to feel the consequences of what she did? She did. Yes. Right? 
Right. I'm ultimately, saying yes. Ultimately, I'm saying it don't even got shit to do with me. You need to feel the consequences so that you know to stop coming to me, stop coming to anybody and make yourself hold yourself accountable for being irresponsible. And also, maybe if you feel this, you won't want to feel it again. And then you will learn from it and put right. yourself in a position to the, so that this doesn't happen again. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, bruh. Where does your responsibility lie? How are you so irresponsible in certain aspects of your life? I know. Is it an older sibling thing? I'm like, bro, I'm, I be making sure I have all my shit together. Also, it's a hyper independent thing because I do not want to ask anybody for anything. Right. Like I completely damn near, I don't want to say emancipated myself, but when my <laughs> mom would hold certain things over my head, I said, you will not. Mm -hmm. One time she told me she wasn't going to pay my tuition. We was funking and I was like, hold on, hold so on, So what hold happened? On. I took out a student loan. I oh. said, oh, let me show you how I get down. Right, right. You're not going to, oh, baby girl. Right. She was like, I'm paying this, I'm paying that. Oh, you don't talk. Let me take something off your plate. <laughs> I said, let me take that off your plate. I know you don't want me to get no loan. I really did it kind of slick too. I just applied. And she, after we had already funked, you know, it's hard for me to forgive. So I got to be real petty with it. After we funked, the beef was cleared. She was she ready was to like, pay it. She was like, like yeah, it was, it was like a month late. Yeah, she was like, I won't pay your tuition. And da 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 I said, oh, I don't like that. You ain't going to hold that against me. Mm -hmm. So a few months went by. I had already applied for the financial aid and all, did all the shit. And got the loan, got approved, easy. And then when she was, the semester was starting up, she was like, oh, let me know how much the tuition is. I'm going to write the check. And I said, oh, don't worry about it. It's already paid. She was like, <laughs> I got, I, I hit up the Sally. Subtle, I hit up Sally May. I'm in a hole, but I yeah. hit her up. Nappy. Just so I wouldn't have to use your ass. I win another round. Nigga, that's what I said. Nappy it. I actually got Nappy it on the phone. And I'm, I'm good. I was like, oh, sorry, pay. She was like, mm. and she said, what did you do? I said, oh, I just applied for a loan. It's good. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm going to pay for it. Mm -hmm. I did the same thing with my phone bill. She was getting crazy. I said, oh, let me call AT&T. I said, what do I need to do to actually take? create my own my, oh to yeah take on it. i told her actually i'm off your phone bill i actually am not i am off your phone bill she yeah. tried the same thing with the car i went down mini cooper bmw mini cooper, blah, 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 blah. I said, oh. actually i got a whip i actually did because she was like you can't get a new car or something or something i said girl no she said you're gonna start paying your own car note i said if i'm gonna pay my car note then i'm gonna get the car that i want uh-huh and then a switcheroo occurred. Child, I'm big with that. That's why I'm responsible. And that's why I hold myself accountable to make sure that the things I have, I, the things I want, the things I need, I have. Because I need to, I can't trust. It's hard for me to trust fall. <laughs> it's really hard for me to take it there. Mm. So I just make sure all my I's are dotted. My T's are crossed. My Q's are cued with a little tail. Because, uh-uh. Yeah, can't, my, uh -uh. the other part of my responsibility came from like, I always knew that if I was depending on somebody else, I was going to be limited. Like mm -hmm. I wasn't going to be able to get everything that I want wanted. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, we can do this, but we can't do that. I'll never forget when I said I want to go to fit them and they were like, Listen. <laughs> period. And they were like, Brittany, that's, we're not paying $20,000. And I'm like, you know, I see that I'm alone. Mm -hmm. I see that I'm doing this by myself. Like yeah. I see that you guys have provided whatever you were going to provide. And now whatever I want, as an adult, I have to figure it out. So I'm like, say less. And ever since then, I have been independent, taking care of myself, paying my rent, paying anything I have, I've been solely responsible for. Because what I'm not going to do is not have what I want to have because like, I'm relying well, this on is all else. I can get from here or I don't know what I'm going to do. So that switched your 
like self-reliance yeah like i'm like if this is what I'm, if i want to go to college i have to pay for it if you want to do things you have to pay for it like mm-hmm. you're an adult now the 18 adult vibe that was a vibe in my household so it's like okay well shit damn let me be an adult mm-hmm. and let me be in a responsible adult not saying i didn't make stupid decisions like of course running happens. up credit cards and doing things that weren't the best but i was in survival mode Period. trying to figure out what Period. i could do because i'm now responsible for myself yeah from being taken care of to not yeah it's like you can be taken care you can live here i didn't want to live here and do i wanted to do what i wanted to do so i had to figure it out yeah for sure because then if you're living there then you're limited to yeah it's not like oh you know what it's you a can go out, we'll get you an apartment, we'll pay for this. It's like, you can stay here, there's a place for you here. Shelter. This is how we're the providing. And, and I'm vibe. like, actually, you know, I want to be living, I want to live on my own. So let me figure out a way to pay for it. Mm-hmm. So yes, that's how my responsibility came. And ever since then, it's been stuck because I'm like, if you don't do it, then it's not going to get done. Right. Which has probably created some hyper independence because it's like, Nigga, you I don't got to worry go, about yeah. me. I can figure it out. You don't got to worry about me. You don't got <laughs> to worry about me. That's how I yeah. beat y'all. I'm like, oh, wait, hold on. Say less. So, yeah. Um, So, let's talk about the blame game. Mm. Backtracking a little bit with the accountability because sometimes we blame and shame others because we do not want to take the responsibility or the accountability yes. for things. It's like, let me clear my name. Who did it? Right. That's who can I speak? Oh, gosh. When I be getting emails, like I'd be like, please don't tell me this is something I'm accountable for. When some shit goes to the left, I'm mm-hmm. like, let me make sure this is that's something. the first thing we look for at work. As soon <laughs> as I'm sure like, this is the ball that I drop. Listen, that's what I'd be like. Can you give me that patience, MRN? Uh. Yeah. I'm like, it actually was not. Let me go ahead yeah. and transfer you to the person who did drop the ball. Right. I'm quick with that. I will. Uh, and get, we honestly, off the phone. we live in a culture of blame. As humans, we're yeah. looking for, for a place to of what somewhere to place the blame we go through breakups and it's like and i've been guilty of this before they did this they did that this is why mm-hmm. we ain't together yeah. da, 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 going down a whole laundry list of the things that were done to me which resulted in the end of the relationship and very rarely if ever saying the part that i played because we all do play a part we do but perception is reality so that's also that's also a piece in that right. too, you know? And oftentimes we want to justify why some shit ended and we don't want to be like, you know, it's my fault. I feel like I hate taking, when it comes down to a relationship, I try to be on the straight and narrow because the thing with niggas, <laughs> once you on they side, once you do the fucking up, it's hard to come back. That's number one. And number two, nigga, if it goes bad, I don't want to be the one to blame. Right. But it doesn't always have to be like some major incident that resulted in the end of the breakup where it's like he cheated or she cheated that's right. why i broke up it can be like sometimes it's like it's just not a fit and that's then the people mature can perspective be, right and then people can be like so what happened and then you can be like well we just he was sh- crazy instead of being like he was crazy <laughs> he did this he did that you know there's room for us to be like i also entered the relationship and i saw red flags and decided to ignore them or yeah. i thought that mm-hmm. i that's you know, the really shit mature like that. approach. That's taking accountability the for evolved, the part. The evolved. The exactly. evolved aspect. That's taking accountability for the part that we may have played and been like, so, you know, I'm sure there were some things that I did that weren't the best. Yeah. You know, yeah. although it wasn't something like cheating, sneaky or some shit like that. There's things that we do where they can tell a story as well. They got stories to tell. 
I wonder what stories these niggas is telling about me. What you think? Shit, I don't know. I don't know. Fuck them. <laughs> That's how I take accountability. I don't know what they can say. But either way, um, like you mentioned, that is a great way to move through life and practice maturity and growth and evolvement. Because even I'm thinking about that now. When I tell the story about when me and a nigga broke up, I could take that approach. I could be like, you know, it just wasn't a line. But I will say the truth. Right. You don't have to the withhold truth the is, truth. But we don't nigga, say a wild. lick. Or a lot of people don't say a, a we be saying a, We be saying our licks. Yeah, we have. But I'm saying a lot of people don't. do not. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't. They it's don't. It's like, this, they did this. They did that to me. And fuck yes. niggas. And blah, blah, blah. I'm just tired of them. Yes. So mistakes are also a part of the blame game. Y'all mistakes are common. We're all human. We're all going to make mistakes, but it's easier to, to have pass the mistakes off. Man, sweep is like, please take me out of it. <laughs> take me I out of it. I made a mistake, but. <laughs> but they help us learn and grow. Yeah. You know, that's the really good part about it. When we do stuff all the time where it's like, oh, we didn't do that right. But now we know for the future how to execute and our mistake has led us to becoming better. That's sure. like, it's kind of like the perfectionism piece, you know? Like, the more we accept that we're not perfect, that we're human, that we're flawed, then we leave room for mistakes to mistakes happen and grace. And grace, and for us to show up even better the next time an opportunity is presented. Because there's been some times where it's like, damn, we really fumbled that. It don't be a fumble though. It'd be like a quick. It'd just be an area of opportunity where we realize that we could have done better yeah. or we didn't do something that we were supposed to do. Yes. And we take accountability. Are you quick to own up to a mistake? Hmm. It depends, hmm. honestly. Sometimes, but sometimes I can be stubborn because it's hard to mm -hmm. take accountability yeah. sometimes. It's like, fuck, now this is going to make me look and this is going to make me viewed in a negative light. Yeah. This is going to make me appear not perfect or this is going to make me appear flawed. Inadequate. Yeah. So yeah. um, it depends. Yeah. How about you? Um, Sometimes it's hard. I mean, it is hard. I don't, I don't. Hmm. 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 <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to think in certain situations I could be like, oh yeah, I, I dropped the ball on that. Yeah, I feel like if it's kind of like a safe space, I'll be like, damn, I really fucked up my bad. But I think it depends on how it's being presented to. Yeah. Not that that means if you have to be held accountable, if you, you got to be held accountable. But sometimes when, you know, it may be presented like you did this and you're like, oh, shit, what the fuck? You don't want to immediately, immediately be like, I did do that because you're like, oh, I really did. It do stung. Yeah, I did. Yes, something. things. I did. things. I think honestly, I. My therapist said I'm avoidant, <laughs> but I'm going to, I'm going to say that maybe I do have some avoidant qualities, which I'm pretty sure we all have some of all of the attachment styles are inside of us. Right. Cause sometimes I feel like I try to avoid making mistakes so I don't have to deal with any conflict or whatever might come the consequences of a mistake right. or being irresponsible or like I try to avoid all of that same thing with being risk adverse right it's like i don't even want to take no risk i don't want to do nothing that's going to take me off the path of straight and narrow because i don't want to i don't want to even deal with whatever that's going to come with mm -hmm. you know what i mean so 
I feel like mistakes do happen, but I try my best to where it's just kind of like, damn, I did what I, I did what I could. I try. Or sometimes you don't even realize you're making a mistake. And then that's when it really blindsides you and you like, damn, I really, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got that. Yeah. I guess it's just circumstantial, right? It just in situational. I feel like I could be good at it if I had to be, as long as a motherfucker's coming at me with some sense. Um, yeah. Come correct. Come correct. Come come to the girl with some respect Shit. at the forefront. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish... The possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me... It's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like the narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes 
real systemic change, that's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right, no fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in Spot Me and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. So how can we break the cycle of blaming and shaming? Because we want to be more accountable, right? We want to be able to hold ourselves more accountable. We want to hold other people accountable too, but we're going to be starting with self. It always starts with the self. Yeah. And a part of that is doing less of the blaming and shaming. So know that you are fully responsible for yourself. Mm -hmm. We see things from our own perspective. We just talked about that. They always say there's three sides to the story. His, hers, and that's hers. Or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, but it's easy for us to get lost in our own world and really convince ourselves that what we think is it. Yeah. And not consider reality. So just be aware of that. Yeah. Because 
we don't want to get lost in our own world. We don't want to be delusional. Mm -hmm. We want to be as realistic as possible, grounded as possible, and just really focusing on the facts. Period. Yeah. And remember also, everything comes back to healing ourselves. Just like it comes back to the self, we also have to do the work to heal and move forward. It's really hard to take accountability and responsibility for ourselves when we are in denial, when we can't take account, like when we really can't look at what's unhealed about us and just be, keep it to Virgil's. Man, in talking to people, although I've sure been on both sides, but when you're like talking to people who aren't self-aware and who ne who never take accountability and you hear the things that they're saying and you, you try to point out like um, you kind of play a role in this. That mm -hmm. is so difficult sometimes when people are just completely tapped out and they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. It's like, God damn, we are not going to get anywhere. Like you're going to keep having being stuck in this cycle we're going to keep having the same conversation yeah. and it's just going to be not productive yeah it's when people are like closed-minded and just not aware they're hurt themselves you know what it's so funny when you talk to people who are not fully not i don't want to say fully evolved because we're never fully evolved but evolving and growing and they haven't dealt with their own personal hurt trauma childhood issues having conversations with those people the real hurt ones who don't even realize they fucking hurt. Yeah. I'm like, nigga, <laughs> what in the fuck? And those people will also sometimes try to gaslight you and make you feel like what you ain't saying ain't real. And then it's like, well, you did this, y'all. I said, hold on. <laughs> Not the gaslight. Heal. 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 Not the gaslight. Heal, nigga. Heal. We mm -hmm. love to tell somebody to heal. You're gaslighting me. Heal. I almost told somebody today at work, like, don't gaslight me. Oh, shit. Yeah. Don't tell me that you didn't. Don't tell me that I don't have this accurate. Because you know I do. We'll whip that up so quick. I feel like I'm being gaslit. Listen. I'll never forget. But the last time I used it, I said, I'm not going to continue to be gaslit. <laughs> Fuck you. I won't continue to be We're gaslit. We're not continuing it. Yes. <sighs> With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. 
my goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. <laughs> the real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Anywho. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's how we can do that for sure, healing ourselves. We also have to own our responsibilities. When we... We are the people who usually agree to complete a task, right? Very rarely as adults are people making us like, you got to do this. You better do this. You got to do that. I know there's yeah. some shit we got to do at work. Even if you're assigned a task, nigga, you agree to work here. Yeah. That means you agree to your responsibilities yeah. and duties. Yeah. You sign, I'm an employee. It's already in for one. Exactly. And there's some shit that are non-negotiables like bills, having to go to work, having to take care of yourself. These are just things that are part of life in adulting. Yeah. And we have to take care of them. So own the shit. Mm -hmm. put, like you said earlier, put in a place where you have to put in a place so you do not have to suffer from the consequences or make it my emergency because ultimately these are your responsibilities. Period. When I'm lining up my shit is to take care of my responsibilities. Yes, I'm not yeah. considering, oh, let me put some over here in, in case, case I somebody... got to assist. Yeah. Don't want to hit that's, you with that's this. That's what you got to do. Period. <laughs> that's what your mind should be thinking. Like, what do I have to do to make sure... My shit's taken care of. Now, we know that things happen. Things come yes, up. Yes, yes. But on the regular, we know what's going to come up. We know how much it's going to be. We know when it's due. We don't want to be down bad. Yeah. Like, being down bad and not being able to pull yourself out of it, that, to me, feels like the pits of hell. I know some people probably just feel like, oh, well, I could just ask. I could just borrow. I could just make a way. Hell no. I'd be like, oh. <gasps> nigga it gotta be something that's just like i don't even have just like something something happened just something out happened of the, out of your control yes something happened that's out of your control but as long as it's in your control you gotta own up to your responsibilities your decisions be conscious and do what you have to do because you're responsible for it. yes you are responsible so 
next thing we can do is we can recognize negative behavioral patterns and break them. Listen, when break it no, every chain. Period. When things no longer serve you, you got to move forward. You got to break it off. This is no different, right? Recognize that blaming, shaming cycle. Figure out what triggers you, what makes you feel like you can't take accountability so that you have to blame someone or when you feel shame, what is that? Recognize it and work on it. Talk to some uh, th- talk to your therapist. Yeah. Write it down. For sh- talk to somebody. We have to do some mindful reflections yeah. because once we realize the pattern, then it's like, oh, okay, I know how I can be better. I got to really take this episode to work. Look, listen to this. Listen to this. That's my sister. Yeah. There are some people that could definitely can yeah. take it that we can take it to. Cause this is really, you know, one of the cornerstones of being an adult. Being responsible is something that's not talked about mm-hmm. a lot, but it's something that is very crucial. It's really this is really figuring out what role you play in your life, in the lives of others, and taking really agency over yourself Mm -hmm. and deciding making a conscious decision right that you are moving from the passenger seat to To the the driver's seat seat. and nigga hitting the switches in that bitch okay it's giving zoop zoop that's what you gotta do okay it's time to put the hands on 10 and 2 and 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 ride that okay like a rodeo yeah it's very serious because you know what sometimes i don't think we're we're really looking at the small details that go into being responsible. We just look at bigger picture. Like I'm an adult. I got to have a place to live. I'm an adult. I got to have a car. I'm an adult. I got to have, you know, nice things, not thinking about the small things you got to do to acquire an upkeep. Yes. Do you need a smaller apartment? Yes. Do you need a different car? It is really to be buying groceries and cooking instead of eating out. Like all that shit matters. Every day I'm thinking, bitch. Oh, it's strategizing yeah. when we are being responsible and accountable for our lives, ourselves, our livelihood. It's strategizing all the little queens out there who are listening. I know we have a bunch of little sisters out there. Yeah. If you did not have an older sister or if you are in a younger sibling who does not have to be accountable or um, responsible and maybe you're getting out here and learning how to do it now, really take this seriously. Mm-hmm. Being a put together bitch, which we have not used that phrase in so long. Right is really at the core of being responsible and accountable. We talk about being a material girl, but you can't even be a material girl if you're not responsible and accountable. And that's why I'm not a material, a real material girl, because I'm responsible. And I know what I have. I know what's coming in and I know what's going out. So I'm a material girl within my material means. It's giving checks and balances. Now, if you're being a material girl, hella material girl without the means, that's you really poor. You're really poor. Take those labels off. Put them down. You got to dial back. You got to dial back. You got to stay out of the Gucci, the Balenciaga, the Prada, and get on over to Zara. Get on over to Nordstrom. Which has quality pieces. It does. Get on over to ASOS. Come on. Come on. Pivot, queens. Baby queens. Take this. Take Learn from your big sisters. Yeah. When you get to an age... You just want to be self-reliant. You want to be self-sufficient. And you want to have the choice to depend on a person. You want to have the choice to rely on a person. You want to have the choice, not feel obligated or like there's no other option. Mm -hmm. I have to call somebody to help. We know that's not everybody's story and it's hard to do. Right. Right. But we're talking about making smart decisions to put yourself in a position so that 
you're where your you needs are met period you know your needs are met and then it, a cherry on top is the desires as well that's it but basic necessities that's it it's the little it's the little steps it's the little things that make us a little bit better every day and if and that it starts means, with the mindset shift if it's not already imp- implemented period because some for some people it's innate and some people do have to work at it because maybe they had a different upbringing. Perhaps. Maybe you were spoon fed and then all of a sudden the spoon was taken away and it's like, oh shit, I got to be responsible now. Like, oh, I wasn't used to this. I was used to everything being, being done for to me. me. Yeah. So now I have to do some unlearning and relearning. Whatever it is, you got to tap, tap in. We just ultimately, really, honestly, have to think about radical responsibility as radical self-improvement. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's like when we are really responsible of our lives, when we really take responsibility and accountability, and it ultimately makes us better people, better mm-hmm. women out here in the better streets. citizens. Exactly. And, you know, you even said something today about your job. When you're like, I don't have to stay there and suffer. That's taking a responsibility and accountability for the current situation that you're in and deciding how can I improve my circumstance because I want to be better. Right. I want better for myself. I got to put me first, Lucius. I got to put me first. I got to put me first. It all goes together. It is my responsibility. Ultimately, ultimately, I I see what it is and I see what it ain't. It's not my job's responsibility to make me happy. Mm -hmm. It's my responsibility to make me happy. And once I see the structure is not giving what I needed to give, I have the agency to dip. Period. That's with jobs. That's with relationships. That's with hot. That's with anything. Yeah. We have the That's ages. what we've been tasked with, keeping ourselves happy and full of joy. What you going to do? What you going to do? Something. Yeah. Okay. Well, we done went on a little mini Okay, rant. so this is also how we can re- recognize our um, negative behavioral patterns and break them. Don't engage if you, f- if you feel like participating in the cycle. If you find yourself wanting to blame or shame others for something that happened to you, because we can play the victim. Rework. Mm-hmm. Rework your thought process. I always say, let's control the controllables. Yeah. That's something that can help get us over the hump. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes there is some shit going on that is out of our control. But let's try to rework it and not get into a victim mindset and be like, what can I control? What are some things that I can implement that I can change to like, you know, get some sort of progress? Get the ball rolling. Yeah. And then do that. And then you'll see that, okay, things are starting to fall into place. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. knocked me down, but I stood back up. You didn't keep me down. <laughs> you didn't keep, as long as I get back up, you didn't keep me down. Get back up again. Period. Get back up. Because we're not saying we're not going to get knocked down. No. But I really can't stand somebody who plays a victim all the time. I just can't. Yes. So, she said it. She said it. Last thing we're going to do to break these negative behavioral patterns is to own your feelings and communicate them properly. Mm, Listen, beloved, if you are acting, this is, this is T. If you're acting inauthentically, you are more prone to making mistakes, right? Communicate your feelings and set any boundaries. You need boundaries, beloved, (laughs) uh, that you need in order to accomplish tasks efficiently with efficiently without losing yourself. Mm. This is a biggie. Nigga, say what it is, say what it ain't, create the boundaries, and then operate within that space. Really communicate how you're feeling. This even comes up in a relationship. I had this little a little tidbit, a little something happening, and I'm like, ooh, I don't really like the way I feel. Mm-hmm. 
And all we're going to do is blame each other for what's not being done. Mm -hmm. So let's reestablish the boundaries around what the expectations are. It's so important to always have conversations about expectations. So that we can move forward. Yeah. I'm like, because you know what? It's going (laughs) to... You want to tussle. If you want to tussle, I ain't trying to take it there, but we can take it there. So I'm not trying to tussle with you. Yeah. Own your feelings, create your boundaries and move in a play in a way that's authentic to you. Period. Yeah. So pivoting. We're changing the language here. Yeah. Some blaming language can be you make me angry. Responsible language. I feel angry now, right now. Mm, 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 I like that. Instead of saying it's your fault, you can say I contributed to this. Instead of saying they expect too much, you can say my boundaries can be more clear. Mm. Now that's a that's a goodie. My boundaries could be more clear. Yeah. Mm. Um, instead of saying I can I can't do that, say I'm choosing not to. Mm-hmm. And instead of saying they won't let me, say I'm prioritizing harmony. Mm. Period. I'm doing what I want to do. Right. Prioritizing. So, you know, the girls always have to come with tips and tricks. We need tools for the toolkit. We do. So if you want to develop more accountability, more responsibility, we're going to let you know how. First thing you can do is take your time. Understand Mm. what goes into the work, the job, the thing that you're doing and plan accordingly. We're going to say that that's the life. Overall, look at all your things, all your responsibilities. The more prepared you are with a plan of attack, the easier it will be to complete a task efficiently. Mm. The way we talked about our bills, we already know what the fuck. I got a calendar, dog. I know what date and bills hidden for and how much they cut, how much coming out of that account. I also know when I'm getting paid. I know when I'm getting paid and I know how much it's going to be every period. So I've already done a plan of a strategic attack about what goes where, how it looks, that, 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 so that I'm prepared. When a bill hit my account, I'm not tripping because I already know the money's there, it's allocated for, and I can relax. And there's things that pop up like tires and wheel alignment. But even that's been prepared for. But then that's why we, if fortunate, have rainy day funds to take care of that type of shit. Yes. But for the bills that keep coming month after month on the same day, there's really no excuse for those. We know what's going on. Listen, and unless you know your job, you lost your job, shit like that happens. Or unless the but gas bill was about... crazy high, because that happened, you know. Yeah, a little shit. I'm we're not like, talking the about the things that pop up in the unfortunate circumstances. We're talking about the things that are consistent, the month, and the month. things that you're aware of, and the things, the responsibilities you know you have, and the part that you can play in being prepared to take care of the shit. Yes. So here's also how you can develop accountability and responsibility. Communicate and ask questions. Mm -hmm. When you're given a task, make sure you ask questions so you can fully understand. Okay, I'll be, that's what I'll be doing. Okay, slow down because people at work be talking so fast. Email so-and-so. Hold on, I don't have the email. What You just saying out names. Who is this? What exactly, what exactly is expected of me? What is the expectation? What are the deliverables? Mm-hmm. So that I know that when I get to doing what I have to do and I present it, what was asked it's of right. me. Right. That's it. Period. Period. I got you. Don't be afraid to ask for questions. Mm-hmm. When you're in a relationship, don't be afraid to ask questions for clarity. I don't understand. What exactly do you mean when you say this? What exactly is the expectation here? Mm-hmm. So that. Don't be disappointed if you didn't communicate what you what you actually wanted. Cause I didn't know. I can't read your mind. Mm. Period. Next, 
We are going to do what you say. Or you going to do what you say. The best way to develop both accountability and responsibility is to ensure you always do what you say you were going to do. Ladies, this is a, le a lesson in integrity. That's <laughs> what that is, okay? Be who you are, do what you say you're going to do, and do it when nobody's looking. The same. Demonstrate yes. that you can take control over a situation to meet your stated objectives, even when setbacks or unfavorable circumstances occur. Show up, show out, be authentic. Mm -hmm. Keep your head on the swivel, nigga. Do it all. That's what we're doing. I pride myself in doing what I say I'm going to do. And if you can't, you communicate that. You know what? I know I said I would do this, but something came up and I can't it's do it anymore. not looking likely anymore. Yeah. Period. Okay. Also, own mistakes. This is when accountability comes in. If you're a leader of a team, take accountability for the mistakes that the team member who may have been under you have made. Yeah. The discharge plan. Period. <laughs> Ultimately, we are the the... The owners of this podcast. If some shit, if the episode don't come out on Tuesday, y'all gonna be looking at us. Right. Where's the fucking episode? We Not anybody else. Yeah. And then I'm gonna be turning around looking at them. Now, what the fuck And happened? we have to do that all the time. We have to take notes and improve. Oh, shit, we missed an ad. Oh, the ad wasn't. We yeah. have to take notes and improve on what we can do better for the overall system, systems mm -hmm. that we put in mm -hmm. place to move more efficiently because we're responsible and we have to take accountability. It falls on the girls. Period. Y'all know us. We're here yeah. for you. Lastly, embrace challenges as opportunities. If you're put in an uncomfortable position while on your journey of growth, you know you're about to learn something new to add to your toolbox. Look at challenges as an opportunity of expansion, queens. We're growing and flowing and doing all the things we need to do to be better every day. Yeah, be responsible and accountable. That's it. Two things that are challenges but necessary. Yes. We're going to get it right. If you're struggling, listen, one way or another, you're going to learn. Either you ain't got it and you're going to need it or you're going to learn it. When you need it, you're going to have it. And there's going to be some people. You, It's nothing like coming against somebody that holds you accountable either. You're like, oh, shit, I see. I really got to show up here because mm -hmm. I'm not going to be able to pull the okie doke. It's like. What was done? The humble pie. Taking a slice and eating. And that's what you have to do. Hold people accountable and expect to be held accountable. I think those are the best relationships where it's like we're not bullshitting each other. It's like, you know what? I noticed you did this. It made me feel like this. This is not. This is expectation. Da, da, da. And then they do that to you. And it's like, okay, well, we're really operating here. Yeah. It's <laughs> really. We're really doing something. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Time to pivot, girlies. Now it's time to pivot into our segment of the week. This week, it is going to be a girlfriend gag. So girlfriend gags are where you, the girlfriends, send your questions, your concerns, and then we answer them here on the show. Mm -hmm. So You can send those to contact at theblackgirlbravado.com. Slide in our DMs wherever you need to get a hold of us. Just send it over. So we got a letter, and it comes from a girlfriend. She says... Our relationship dynamics changed drastically with the news that she's pregnant. It's been four months and I'm trying to figure out how to cope. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy for her and she's handling the news with grace. So these are two girlfriends. Girlfriend has Context. Just, yeah, a girlfriend has just laid on her sister girl that I'm pregnant and the dynamic of their relationship has changed. 
we've been hip to hip since we met and we did a lot of fun stuff together. We made a pact that we were going to be the childless aunties, but of course things change. But I can't help but think selfishly on how this is going to change everything. She's being distant and I'm starting and I'm starting to pull back and it makes it harder because she's my only friend. Fuck. I know that feeling, girl. Like I need you to survive. Remember that song? <laughs> what makes it even more challenging is that her childhood friends are more excited than me. I want to be a good friend. I feel so bad and it's been eating me alive. Am I being a bad friend? And what are some advice? What is some advice you guys can share if you have any? P.S. I have asked her if I'm being a bad friend and she told me I'm thinking too much, but something in my gut is saying otherwise. What? No, I'm just saying. What are you thinking? I'm just, I'm just listening. I literally didn't do anything. I yawned and you turned around. Um, I don't think you're being a bad friend. I feel like you are probably working through your emotions and feeling the feelings of losing. It's like you're silently grieving, losing this relationship or the context of the relationship as you know it, right? The way you understand it is shifting, it's changing, it's unknown. You don't know what to expect. And unless you guys are going to sit down to have a real conversation about how you're feeling, you're just going to feel this and not be able to resolve it maybe resolve instead it, of yeah. maybe instead of presenting it as being presenting it as being a bad friend just have the honest conversation it's not being a bad friend these are real feelings i had the feelings when my best friend said that she was pregnant i'm like well this is different yeah like we were young 25 ish not hella young but you know i'm like wow girl relatively young the, the starting the starting that journey wasn't on my agenda at the yeah. time and i'm like well the dynamic is definitely going to change and you don't know how it's you know it's going to change you don't know exactly what the shift is going to look like you know until mm-hmm. it actually changes sometimes it doesn't really change much thankfully for us there was some changes but we were able to still keep the friendship intact mm-hmm. right so communicating that and not just assuming oh my god i'm a bad friend um it's something that can help keep the relationship intact of course your friend she's gonna have to um play her part as well but um just because you're not showing the same excitement as her other friends doesn't make you a bad friend you just are processing feelings a little differently because like you said you guys are attached at the hip maybe your other friends weren't attached at the hip like y'all too maybe y'all didn't make the quote-unquote childless auntie packed packed. you know what i'm saying like maybe there was just a different dynamic and your feelings of joy may come or i'm sure will come Mm -hmm. as this progresses and you accept it as your new reality like Mm -hmm. you know what the baby here yeah yeah like you mentioned there's no bad or good it's just is what it is you guys are in a state of transition and this is real no matter if it's a baby if it's a relationship if it's a, a a move whatever it is whatever creates um, I don't want to say distance, but contrast in the relationship is going to bring up feelings that you probably never experienced. And you're going to have to grow and stretch and expand and say, this is what I'm feeling. How can we comfort each other? How can we hold space for one another? How can we make each other feel seen right now? That's what it feels like you need right now to feel seen by your friend mm-hmm. and just to have a moment to say, 
Yo, it's I'm feeling this way. It's like, yeah. I'm still going to be your home girl. Yeah. That, maybe that's what you're looking for. So you're not being a bad friend. I don't think you're overthinking it. I think you're having justifiable feelings that they're valid. But you definitely have to sit down with her and, and see if she's in a space to talk about it. Like, I know I brought that up to you if I was being a bad friend, but maybe bad wasn't the right word. Right. Maybe I'm just processing my feelings around your transition. Exactly. Can we talk about it? Can we talk about it? Yeah. And she might be be like, oh, wow. How can I support you? I want you to know that we're entering this new journey because y'all are. Mm -hmm. Now you are the childless auntie. You right. really are the childless auntie right now. Yeah, literally. You got a little niece or yeah, nephew. Yeah, which is cute too. Maybe yeah. there's a new way for you to um, show up for her and support her in this phase of you guys' friendship. I don't know what her personal relationship looks like with the child's father, but you know. Shit, depending on who, if he around, y'all might still be connected. Might at be the a hip. childless father. The step in. You might be giving a co-parent, okay? The, the co-parenting auntie. I, I don't know. In. We're just making, honestly, also, sidebar disclaimer, y'all. Know that we come here with jokes on the spirit. <laughs> it's always laughter, love. And light. And light. That's it. So, although we're talking about a very real situation, you know, we just have a natural banter with one another that makes us humorous. <laughs> so, but all in all... Your feelings are valid. Your feelings are justifiable. Talk to your friend. Have a real honest conversation about her transition, how you can support her, and furthermore, how she can support you. And then after you resolve those feelings, show up and be the best friend you can be. And the best auntie. Because she needs support as well. Right. Especially if and this, this was unexpected. In I'll be like, hold on. World shaking. Girl, like, girl, like, who's why shaking the, the table? Fuck, why the fuck have things changed? I'm now with child, girl yeah girl i'm pregnant do the best you can with what you can mm -hmm. that's really the tea that's all you can do so we wish you the best mm -hmm. and your bestie the best and uh thank you all for showing up um and we also want to thank our sponsors this week athletic greens and vitamin water thank y'all so much you know that's how we pay the bills child so yes. use the codes don't skip through the ads and support, support the homegirls support us um next week we are going to be talking about self gaslighting it's going to be a goodie come back you don't want to miss it love you bye bye